Hello, and welcome back to Rivals of Waterdeep. My name is Carlos, and we're going to go around the table and introduce ourselves. Hey, my name is Tanya. I play Salisa Storio. My pronouns are she, her, as well as my character. Uh, I'm Brandon Sinis. I play Ren Leodon, uh, pronouns he, him. I am Cicero Holmes. I play Perrin Underbow. Uh, our pronouns are he, him. Hi, I am Carlos Luna. Uh, I am your dungeon master, and my preferred pronouns are he, him. Hi, my name is Serena, and I play Ashbourne, and my preferred pronouns are she, her. Hey, this is Sharif Jackson. I play Shaka, and my pronouns are he, him. Okay, guys. Ooh, let's get... Oh, uh, one announcement at the... Uh, if you're in the chat right now watching this and you have questions for our characters at the end of the show, we will be answering those questions in character. Uh, so maybe write them down as we like, that was weird. I'm going to ask Elise later what she meant by that. Uh, <laughs> or like, I'm just going to say something awesome. <laughs> uh, if you think of something awesome, say it uh, in the chat later on when we take questions. Um, okay, guys. Last time. Let's get into it. <laughs> Previously. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I can't get a clean cut for the podcast if you keep laughing at my awesome jokes. Uh, previously on, what is it called again? R Rivals, Rivals of Waterdeep. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. What happened last episode? Many things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was training montage. Yeah, it was like yeah. three months of what we had been doing and things <laughs> and... What we did on our summer vacation. Yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it was like the five paragraph uh, summer vacation. Worked a lot. <laughs> did it, traveled a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so like Zaraj has been training us. We kind of all talked about how we navigate through the city. Um, I mentioned how I kind of, uh, I like the way that, like uh, you put it, basically Ocean eleven my way yeah. through the city. I was like someone's butler, then I was a dishwasher, I was someone else's janitor kind of just switching suits around and that kind of coats stuff. Coats on coats yeah, on coats. Yeah, I just wore like 50 coats. I love that. Awesome. I love it. And it's also so fitting, I think, uh, for Shaka. I love uh, seeing that he's kind of getting, coming into his own, getting his own groove. Uh, and I, it's so fitting for him to have, you know, many disguises because he's also always trying to like hide his horns too. Yes, for sure. Uh, so I think he's used to that. And yeah, I love that disguise thing. What else happened? Uh, well, I think both Ash and I were applying uh, our trade. Yes. Um, we came up with a new vaudevillian troop uh, called uh, the Prickly, Prickly Urchin, Urchin and Prickly. Chips. Yes, Prickly Urchin and Chips. Uh, that was uh, something that we had been building towards, and I think we are we are approaching our final form. Yes. As, as a performing duo. Yes. What's the final form? What does that mean? I mean, uh, you'll I have to see, okay. right? Okay. <laughs> the... as, as, as long as this hits the requirements for your bardic management degree. Yes. 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 Complete all my competencies. Yes. Yes. Is that an accredited yeah, school? Yeah, it's an though? accredited school. Yeah. Make sure you um, register. Like or, or yeah. Roberts. <laughs> I get a certificate at yes. the end. Yes. Um, but we talked to um, a bar owner named Brandor and yes. it seems like we are trying to um, become a weekly or a show at his establishment. Yeah, he's hoping that you guys bring in uh, more people. Mm -hmm. uh, I think in the back of his mind, he really hopes that you bring in like a higher clientele. Um, 
I think he is trying to see you guys as uh, a reason to come into his neighborhood, to come into the tavern, and like you know, maybe other establishments uh, will clean up their act too. So he's uh, oh. gentrification. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> regentrifying water gentrification. Yeah. <laughs> Waterdeep is Brooklyn, yo. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's no longer deep. It's just shallow. Right. Uh, Ooh. Uh, that was a good one. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Celise tried to, bo- well, Celise bonded some with Siraj, mm-hmm. and then she tried to be nice to her Oh, I, lo- I love Celise's story. <laughs> I love, like, everyone is doing, uh, working on these hard, tough things for them, and Celise's, it's so sweet that this is something that's tough and hard for Celise. <laughs> She literally got up, uh, tried to eat some eggs, and watched someone play chess. <laughs> uh, and just frustration all around. She got taken to like, test. Why are you here? No. Are you sick? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even even Montgomery was 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 surprised. <laughs> Montgomery needs to go back in that cupboard. Under <laughs> but you did get into a smush hug with uh, oh, yeah. Rin and Ash. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and that yes. was like her beginning of the maybe this was a mistake. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I think I find it, I found it very relatable just because there's times where I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this now. I'm going to be this type of guy, the guy that I like to hang around, but like, I can't quite, you know, pass off as the guy that you want to hang around. You know, (laughs) I always kind of revert back to my old ways, my old cynical ways. Uh, But then you had that nice heart to heart with Zaraj at the end. Yeah. And everyone's like now shipping Zaraj. (laughs) I won't say no to fanfic. Just <laughs> yeah, and, and basically we're all headed to Three Dagger Road. Yeah. Three, Dagger Three Dagger Alley. Alley. Yeah. Three Dagger Alley. Um, mm-hmm. Avenue. Speaking of Alley, uh, Rin. Oh, yeah. Rin's been hanging out in alleys, kind of like losing. Yeah. It's very, very dark place. Uh, Rin's just been uh, went back into stealing and being a thief and uh, just kind of lost his sense of everything and kind of kind of bringing his way back so yeah and it sounds like it's different Mm -hmm. um before i got a sense that you know ren ren's an orphan uh he stole and at a certain point uh it was survival and then at a certain point it became like oh i want to change my status in life and now he's kind of back he went reverted back to square one because i think you know we all have um, you know, uh, the old the old streets still sing to us. Uh, so a lot of times we go back to what's comfortable and what's comfortable is what we were raised at. And uh, Ren kind of wasn't raised. Yeah. He is back to almost like, you know, he's you, you said he's kind of uh, losing his mind a little bit. Um, he's kind of reverted back. And that's how I saw it. And it was very sad uh, when uh, I know we played and uh, I thought about it later. And I was just like, oh, that is really sad. He kind of went back to where the start was to try to figure out uh, who he is. And uh, you can definitely tell he's changing a little bit uh, how he split up his share with yeah. Levin. Um where he's kind of going through the motions of a thief, but I feel like he's really not, but not a thief. Um, Ashbourne. Yeah. Yeah, you were on rooftops. Right. Uh, Sleece and I had a really fun race. Um, <laughs> really fun for you. It was so fun. <laughs> it was, I don't know. Um, yeah, um, Zaraj is training Ash to be like him, the way that he moves, the way that 
He is just this mysterious, like, dark knight on top of rooftops. That's what Ash wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I'll, I'll say it, in Zaraj's mind, he's just trying to train you to survive. Mm-hmm. I think Ash is thinking, he's training me to be me, to be <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, she takes uh, mentorship really, really to heart. Oh, yeah. And uh, especially because... You know, Zaraj is the one who told her that because of her arm, people want to kill her friends Mm -hmm. and they're a target. So if she can make herself the big bad, then like maybe people will leave her friends alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, You know, not anything that Ashbourne can control, but she does have a target on her back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe that's weighing on her knowing that um, for no fault of her own, she might be inadvertently the weak link in the party mm-hmm. uh something that uh other people can go undetected but maybe you know if she is detected it's uh more dire consequences yeah. for her than anyone else and that comes to the party too right because yeah. she's always had you know this this thing about her mm. and now it used to be that it was her being made fun of and it was her problem now it's everybody's problem mm. oh yeah Oh. It's more than being made fun of. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's more like murder. Yeah. Murder type. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Murder fun of. Murder fun of, yes. Uh, so apparently I missed the memo about this being the black hat side of the oh. table. Oh. Uh, screw it. I'll just, yes. I'll just wear my own black hat. I have another black hat up there if anyone wants to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's two black hats over there. Right. <laughs> I don't think you guys can see that, but right. there are black hats over there. So, so are we now like, like, are we down the like gray path? <laughs> Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I guess means. we'll find out. Uh, is this yeah. like a faction? Right. <laughs> yeah. like, this isn't destiny. When you're a jet, you're a jet. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get the switch <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my god. Okay, let's get into it, guys. You guys ready? Yeah. yeah. Hyped. Let's go. Hype. Episode twelve. You turn onto three daggers alley. Roll perception. Oh, all of us? Yeah. Oh, boy. Ooh. Oh, I'm... Wow. Uh, 19. 18. Ooh. 14. Natural 20. Natural 20. Oh, okay. Well, he stole my perception. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get? Two. Oh, man. That, that, that uh, bath must have wore off. <laughs> I'm still mad about people trying to be nice to me. Are you, are you saying that her power comes <laughs> from, from, her, right? from bathing? Right. It's, from Look, it's, it's called a Lazarus pit, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It happens. Uh, this episode sponsored by Lush Products. <laughs> um, I will take some Lush. Great. Uh, well, I mean, Ren, we'll start, we'll start with you. I guess everyone pretty much sees it, except for yeah. Celise. Uh, you're not picking up all these details as everyone else is. Um, as you turn the corner to Three Daggers Alley, it's pretty empty. There are some shops open, but for the most part, a lot of them are closed or run down. You can tell this part of town thrived at one time or another, but those times have long since passed. The shops that you see that are open seem sketchy at best. There's a sign for a trading post that's obviously no longer a trading post. It looks more like a makeshift tavern. Uh, uh, People are just inside drinking. Nothing's being sold. Uh, People are just hanging out. 
A lot of the buildings are boarded up as well, but again, you can tell that people have broken through windows or ripped up floorboards. Uh, a lot of the glass is fogged out or graffiti on the sides. Um, and people are just coming in and out of it um, in ways that you wouldn't think. Like no one's exiting the front door on a lot of these. A lot of it is just like pulled from the side. People are coming around corners. There's weeds uh, coming up from the properties as well. Um, you're staring at all of this and you hear a voice. Um, it's coming from the middle of the street and it sounds so familiar. You swear you know it from somewhere. Um, Rin, as you approach, you see there are four, maybe six people in the center huddled in this circle and the voice is so clear right now. You hear, people, people, listen to me. The City Watch doesn't care about you. They don't care about your family or what happens to you. The Central Dock Ward means nothing to them. The only thing that they care about is protecting the goods that are coming in from the docks off your back because they belong to the rich. People, people, listen to me. Your friends, your family, they're all in danger. Someone or something is picking us off one by one. We need to band together on this, people, or else these gangs will tear us apart. We need to show the city watch that we are worth saving, that protection isn't just for the rich. You hear booing. That they work for us. A surly man from the back yells at her. And how do you suppose we do that, miss? Well, um, we stop working. We stop serving them. If we stop, the machine stops. The entire machine grinds to a halt. They will have to hear us out then. They'll just have to. The crowd bursts out into laughter. Um, the man starts laughing. <laughs> stop working? How the hell am I supposed to eat? He gets so serious. Live. Drink. Take care of my own. Um, well, I admit, um, it will be hard at first, but I think you think, you think, you think what? You think it's going to work out? <laughs> the small crowd around her begins to dissipate. And the man says, the man walks up to her and says, I'm going to give you some advice because you're obviously not from Waterdeep and you sure as hell ain't from the central dock wards. Keep your head down and your ears open. That's how you stay safe. You want to save someone? Save yourself. And the person he's talking to is a person you all know, Melanie. Oh, oh wow. She looks shaken a little, but she composes herself. She doesn't notice you at first. She hands the man a pale green leaflet. She says, Sir, I assure you my head is always high. And as for my ears, well, that's actually good advice. My ears are always open. Always open to hear from people in need who need help. Um, I'd like to discuss more of your opinions further. And, and this, at this town hall meeting I'm organizing with Local citizens, uh, you notice her hand is shaking a little and she seems a little bit rattled. This guy kind of like got in her head. Um, 
It's at the apothecary down the block on Tuesday. Please, please do come. He looks at it, looks down, looks at her, crumples the paper in his hand Mm. and shoves it in his pocket and walks away. Melanie! Hey! She turns around. (gasps) Shit! She, like, goes to hug you and, like, stops for a second. Hello. Hi. Hi, hi, Melanie. She looks so surprised to see you. And she's like, oh, eh, nice to meet you, citizen. Oh, Melanie, oh. like, you giving us the, well, okay, oh. I, I'm, I'm thinking she's, that you're giving me the cold shoulder. Uh, I don't say it. Uh, not, I, I think Ash sort of gets it, maybe. Nice to meet you, too. And I, like, very clumsily bow <laughs> to you. This is the first time I've seen you. Uh, and Celise so uh, is just, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, roll deception. <laughs> oh, dear. Because why are you doing this? Why? Um, because I can tell that she wants to be, um, she wants to keep it a secret for some reason. Yes, okay. That's what I figured. Uh, the deception is actually for the other people. Okay. For the people around, right? Well, I yes. thought they had left. Well, there's people all okay, around the street. This okay. is in the middle of a, a street. Okay, there's, gotcha. you know, there's yeah. people just wandering and walking. I see. It was actually a 19. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So people are like, this is a weird girl. But... <laughs> what a weird girl. <laughs> but, yeah, they're obviously um, meeting for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, okay. uh, what what these people okay. think. Um well, I'm I'm interested to hear more about your uh, platform. Oh yes, um, it's a it's a lovely platform. You you guys look so so good. Thank thank um, you, lady. Sounds like a good platform to she, me. Uh, we look good. She kind of snaps back just like a little bit. Um, where are you guys? Uh, we're all oh, you're all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you guys are kind of like they're just yeah. Like, <laughs> Hand over shoulder, right. like looking on. I look at her and I say, uh, it looks like you're trying to form some sort of grouping. Oh. Like a employment protection union. Oh, um, God, I wish, I, w- I wish we were that far along. We're, you know, let's walk and talk. Mm-hmm. If you have time. I yeah. have so much time. You're so fucking weird, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just standing there with like her eyes narrowed and staring at Melanie like, I see what you're doing. <laughs> um, and she picks up on it and um, she starts walking forward and is gesturing to things uh, around the area. And these condemned buildings and these people just walking by. It. From an onlooker's perspective, it would look like she's giving you a tour of this area. Um, but she is now talking plainly to you. Um, after you left, I had to find my own place. Um, uh, get, getting people involved is so hard. Um, getting them to fight um, for their God's giving right is even harder. Oh, I wish you could have come to our meeting. Um, Unfortunately, I can't be seen with you guys anymore. Why? After you left the city, the city, after you left, the city watch came and that sergeant's man, dreadful. He questioned me. Um, she kind of looks down as like she's talking. I'm not proud of what I did. 
I, um, I told them that you helped me against my will. No, I'm what? sorry. I'm sorry. Whoa, you don't understand. Whoa. You left me there. Okay, forgive me. I had no choice. They were going to charge me as an accomplice for the entire event, for all the crimes. I, I think the only reason they let me go is because they were using me as bait. Every, every day I would go out and there'd be a different city watch. I could see off the corner of my eyes just tracing me. Thank God. Thank God you guys didn't show up. They would have they taken you for sure. Well, one must do what one must do. There are things that I have had to do that were particularly underhanded. So, I for one understand. Um, I want to cut to what Perrin is thinking uh, that he has done underhandedly. Um, Let me see that. Uh, So... I mean, Perrin will often... All right, so there was this one time where um, this guy was... He was sitting and he was drinking and he walked away. He came back and he thought someone spit in his drink. Oh, God. But but actually what happened was some, like, this is gross, but some snot fell from his from his <laughs> nose it was like an orc and it's just slobbering and it dropped into his drink and it changed the color of his drink. Okay. And he went and he went to fight the bar, the barkeep. Yeah. And so he was going to fight him and they fought and he killed the barkeep. I could have stopped it. Oh. But I just I just sat and watched it happen because it wasn't me. Yeah. Like, why should I get involved? You just had, like, like j- just popcorn. Or- yeah. <laughs> I was just sitting there. Like, I literally sat Jackson. there with meals. Yeah. yeah. And I was just eating them and drinking my yeah. drink while this while Oh, while I, was this not was ex- I was not expecting that story. And then after he killed him, I went and I stole some. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was expecting. There it is. Right. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Then I stole some. Okay. So, yeah. Shh. Uh, when, when parents thinking about this, um, he has regret now that he didn't have then he he didn't, did he feel weird during that moment or, um, he self-preservation is always paramount. So like there was a tinge of guilt, yeah, but there wasn't because again, like, like you're saying, he does have more regret now. He understands what Melanie is going through, but he looks at all of us as a family, including Melanie, we've been through so much together mm-hmm. that she, he, re, he regrets that she had to make the choices that she had to make. He wishes that she didn't paint us as criminals to the yeah. watch, but he still does understand. Yeah. He understands survival. Yeah. I like doing these, uh, and we'll probably, I'll probably do more of these cut twos to pair. And uh, I was thinking about it a lot and a lot of, Perrin stuff is internal uh, because he, you know, his deception and his performance is so high on the outside. So I will be cutting back uh, to hear more on what's going inside Perrin's uh, mind at that time. Yeah. All right. Uh, I want to ask Melanie a question. Uh, Melanie, is there anything you've learned in the last three months of, you know, being around, talking to like the citizens and stuff that can help us like navigate around the city, maybe, uh, Maybe help out Nightstone by trying to find this, uh, you know, Xanathar and this gold. Yeah. The gangs pretty much run everything in, in Waterdeep. At least 
everything of the people. When you get up higher, it's it's it all starts to meld together. Gangs and the rich and and the powerful, they all come in different forms, but they're all the same. The, it's these people, and she kind of points, um, you know, to the people on the streets, to the people uh, without with rundown homes. Um, it's these people that that are suffering, that are that are tr- that truly matter. As you take a, a a closer look, it's not so much like this place is. Um, is it's a dried up town. It's um, no one is taking care of anything. Um, I think a lot of times we see these places in real life and we just think, oh, this is a bad neighborhood. This is, you know, bad people live here, Mm -hmm. but bad people don't live there. Poor people live there. You know, people that the city forgot of, forgot about, that the city took advantage of and took from. Um, And as you look around, you see families here and there, or you see children. A lot of times you see a person and you don't think this person has a life and a background and people that love them. We forget about that sometimes when we see poverty. Um, It's so easy to ignore poverty, I guess. Um, And as you look around and and you're pointing, um, it does feel different than a lot of places that you've seen in Waterdeep. Um, From an outsider's perspective, it does seem really dangerous. It does Mm -hmm. seem dangerous, but that's just a vibe that you're getting. Um, the place itself isn't dangerous. The people in there isn't dangerous. There's something that is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the vibe that you're getting from her. Melanie. Yes. Mindworms. Where is your mindworm? Oh my gosh, Melanie. Oh, I had mine removed I'd, right away. Oh, that's good. What did you guys do with your mind worms? I mean, they're. Well, I I got bit in the foot by a crazy intellect devourer. Oh, God. Yeah. Fried mine and might still be in there. Who knows? Um, We cut to uh, Shaka in the days that had passed afterwards. Um, you guys on that first night had your mind worms taken out. Montgomery has sat down uh, maybe every three days with Shaka to carefully extract pieces of the mind worm psyche that is stuck in his head. Um, what had happened was uh, the psychic energy from a mind worm, the psychic energy from uh, this intellect devourer, um, your own mind and your patron's mind all inside your tef- tiefling head. Uh, one of them dies. One of them gets fried. One of them tries to come in. And I guess the best analogy I can give you is um, you have dead psychic worm in your head. That's blocking your patron at this time. Um, Montgomery has tried his best to uh, the headaches that you're receiving that Shaka is getting are his patron knocking on the door uh, and he can't get in. He can't get in. How Montgomery has taken it as he will go as deep as possible to remove as much as possible. Mm -hmm. How have you been handling that? Have you been letting him in to remove it uh, to get Mm -hmm. your patron in? Or have you kind of keeping Montgomery at an arm's length? 
I have not been letting the patron in. So as I mentioned, uh, well, sorry, my answer is Shaka. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still having a bit of a crisis of faith and I just need some time on my own to figure out what I'm going to do. So I've been kind of putting Montgomery, kind of running him around the ringer a bit um, because I noticed that this, that my patron was blocked ever since that, uh, you know, I was bitten. Um, so I've been, you know, kind of, I, I, I want to keep it the way it is basically. Yeah. Um, and I'll deal with the headaches and stuff because that means I'm fully in control of, of what I'm doing. But you're not filling Montgomery in on this. Uh, no. Okay. Roll deception for me. I just want to know where, uh, Montgomery is with you. Uh, 15. Ooh. Uh, Yeah. So you, um, how are you doing that? He's in your mind and he's going to these moments trying to pick up pieces of the parasite. Uh, right. The parasite is not so much attacking memories, like they were attacking the cornerstone memories. Uh, it's kind of dissolving into other memories, um, not hurting it, but maybe coloring those memories in your head. Mm-hmm. How are you, I imagine you're running him around. Right, yeah. So so he sees the memories that are colored and the ones that might be changed, but he doesn't know what the true memory is. Correct. Right? Yeah, so, he wouldn't know. Yeah, so like, uh, for, for example, there's a memory of of my parents, mm. right? And they're very loving and like caring and they're raising me and that sure didn't happen. Oh, so I don't, so I'm just like, oh yeah, this is exactly as I oh, like man. like remember it. You that know? is so, messed up. So I'm kind of giving him almost like the almost the history I wish I had. Yeah. Because one thing that the mindworm that the the effects of the dead mindworm psyche is is kind of like trying to seduce me into a life that yeah. I had dreamed about yeah. as a kid. And they're definitely not super strong memories. They're not cornerstone memories of these fantastic moments, but you actually might have the worst of it because you have these small, tiny moments that just feel normal. And it's so easy to get sucked into normal uh, and something comfortable. Uh, That's really sad, Uh, especially because you have to not only put on an act for Montgomery, Mm -hmm. it's so hard not to get swept up into that into the it really is it it is a, a seduction truly but after thinking about it i'm like well first of all you know i haven't told any of them who my patron is um and i'm also having a crisis of faith like regardless so i'd rather be in full control without having to spill the beans to everybody that yeah you know my patron is the you know pr- group we're trying to the person leading the beholder leading that's leading the group that, you know, that we're eventually looking for. So yes, it, uh, yeah. And Montgomery, uh, sits down with you week after week, like, like twice a week. And you know, it's like class he's, yeah, he feels like he's doing good work too. Yeah. Yeah. You make him feel good about it. Like, good job, buddy. Like you did that thing. It's like, Oh my God, my parents. Uh, and yeah, that, that's what's happening. And, And he, is a little suspicious. I'll say that I rolled for him. He's a little sus- suspicious, not of you though, mm-hmm. um, of his own powers of his own. He's just like, man, it shouldn't be taking this long. It, I should have been able to find all the pieces. Sometimes I show up and he's taking things out 
that don't matter, right. you know, that don't matter at all. So he'll be in the like, oh, I know something's wrong here. And you're like, oh, these are my loving parents. He should be taking that out. But instead he's taking out like a lamp or a candle right. outside, you know. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 So so like that's part of how I mislead him is I see a I remember say, oh. I don't remember that the table was here. Yeah. It was actually over there. You know, so he's taking out, yeah, yeah, garbage basically, yeah, uh, and leaving that, leaving that, um, that dam up. He he's not taking it apart. Right. Um, I hope there's never a crack in that dam. We'll see. Anyways, yeah, and then back to. Uh, you in the streets with Melanie. I feel like, yeah, like, uh, well, Ren's like, um, are we still in danger? Like, we need to know if, like, we should be watching our backs, if someone's going to attack us at night anytime. The guards, are they still looking for us? Yeah. I don't think the guards are still looking for you, but you have to understand what I'm trying to do. It, it, it can't be tarnished. I'm sorry. It, like, I can't be seen with vigilantes or anyone. I'm trying to help these people. These people need a lot of help, and, and I, I want to help them, too. How can I help? Um, I, I... Can I help? I don't know. I, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing... Well, are, th- are there some, maybe some crimes or something that people are consistently complaining about that maybe we can take a look at? Yeah, you want us to solve crimes? we're not we're not we're not part of the guard we're not gonna solve their crimes because the guards they don't they don't care about people yeah they just look the other guards are looking for us yeah but maybe they're ignoring the crime i'm with ash i want to solve some crimes maybe we can help these people yeah i mean people are i came here as a public service, it, it, it was, I wanted to help these people. And then you hear rumors, people are missing. They go missing. And the city does nothing for them. Missing? They just, they're just gone. And no one knows where and why. And it's, I can't help but think if they had more money or if they're more powerful or more influential that it would matter a little bit more, but it just doesn't. You know, after you left, I, I had to find my own place in, in Waterdeep. Tried serving for a while. That was not pretty. Um, <laughs> manual labor does not suit me. <laughs> I thought about what I'm good at, where my power truly is. My power is in public service. So I went to the place where people needed me the most, and I started working. And I'll tell you what, it's the most rewarding thing I've ever done. Salise is getting more annoyed the more she says you left, because we didn't leave. We were kind of chased out of town. Yeah, it's true. So Salise is like just constantly just giving her the dirtiest look. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. like the left, okay. Oh, yeah. She definitely knows. She had a nat 20. <laughs> uh, nat 20. Yeah, yeah, an insight. Uh, she looks over and... Also, it's the looks, it's something you've been working on too. Like you've been working on, you know, your vibe and your emotion uh, and your armor is different. You know what I mean? Like your armor, you look like a different person and you're also very menacing. Um, and she picks it up and she says, I'm sorry. 
I'm so sorry. It's... There's nothing I could do. I just want to help people. And she kind of, like, looks down. She's like... We're already making changes. There's interest in this, in this area in helping reform it. She kind of like puts her head back down. This is like... Well, because as a pal, and she's like, you lied on us. Yeah. Yeah. And like, she understands surviving because she's done before becoming a paladin. She's under, she's done some things, but she's just like, we didn't just abandon you, Melanie. We didn't just leave you. I know. Please understand, Celise. Melanie just did what she had to do. Just as we did what we had to do. I understand. That doesn't mean I have to like it. As a paladin, one of the things that you are particularly universal in doing is giving grace. Grace must be given to are you Melanie. telling me how to do my job? <laughs> <laughs> He's bard-splaining? <laughs> you really can just see, like, wow. the stony look is now focused on Perrin, yeah, like, yes. I know where you sleep. <laughs> so does my unseen servant. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to, I, I want to help. I think we, we should help, Melanie. Well, you guys are, you guys are, on your first test, I should reiterate this. Oh, yeah. This is why you guys are here. Yeah. You guys are here. Zaraj had heard uh, that people are missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wanted you to go check it out. Mm-hmm. This is the first test that you guys had after your long training. Right. Um, we should have talked about that. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but that, that, that's why he sent you there. Uh, you know, this isn't something, and I mentioned this before in the last episode, this isn't something that Zaraj would normally concern himself with. Um, he has been obsessing over uh, the Xanathar and obsessing over um, the City Watch. Most uh, importantly, uh, this Sargets guy who was there that night in the amphitheater. Um, he's kind of the captain of, of the yeah. City Watch. The racist guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. He, he also, um, so Zaraj sent you there. You guys all roll inside, actually. Let's see if anyone got a vibe off Zaraj. 17. 11. 14. Okay. The 17. 22. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Perrin and Ashburn, like (laughs) both performers back to back. Uh, (laughs) Let me do this. (laughs) You guys got a vibe. You guys can read your audience. You know, when you're getting the the orders from Zaraj, um, that. Um, this probably isn't the most dire of things that he wanted done today. Um, it, it sounds like you guys were sent out in the field. This is your first time in the field, but he, he kind of sees you as noobs, you know, and maybe not expecting much, you know, maybe just expecting 
that you guys just don't destroy the place. <laughs> I don't, I don't Such low expectations. Yeah, I mean, he, he himself is just trying to, uh, he, he himself is just unturning every stone. He's got his own leads, but he's having you, he's sending you guys, it feels like he's sending you guys out just to like, Turn some stones, make sure there's nothing there. Come on back tonight, you know, okay. make it back home tonight. Cool. I mean, Mel- Melanie, is there any information you can give us about these disappearances? Yeah. Do you remember the first one? Were you there or was it happening before you even got here? They say it's been happening. It's been happening this entire time. But I mean, people come and go in Waterdeep all the time. Like, So no one really thought about it. But then in these in these buildings there's no uh, addresses there's no families put up here there people that take corners in rooms people that leave and come and go so there's no way to track these people but they all slowly notice that certain people just stop showing up they stop coming around i think for the longest time they thought the best they thought maybe they got jobs in different parts or maybe they got their own place to stay but more and more the rumors started spreading that people were disappearing People were getting lost. I mean, when I came here, this is probably one of the, the worst sectors. The, the, central, the central part of the dock war is probably one of the worst parts, just on how everyone has forgot about these people. And just like we're trying to, to rebuild. And, you know, when I was at the, uh, the Jade Dragon, I, 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 met, I met Merrick Cartwright. And she, she kind of lights up when... when she says the name. Um, she also says the name like, you guys should know who this yeah, person is. Yeah, who's that guy? Uh, it's like, oh, um, he runs the apothecary. He runs several apothecaries. He's, he's one of my first converts. I, I take great pride in, in, in landing uh, Merrick on, on my little adventure. Uh, and she, she explains. Um, she lights up. And as she's explaining, she actually points into this direction of this building that looks bad. It looks bad as the other ones, but it has wooden scaffolding on the outside. Someone's doing work on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's being built up. There's people uh, walking in and out of it. Um, mm-hmm. It's an apothecary. And um, she goes into detail. She says, I convinced him to open the, his next apothecary right here in Three Daggers Alley. Obviously, it took a lot of convincing. With all the, well, you know, uh, distress around and um, all the work that obviously needed to be done, condemned buildings, and it doesn't get a lot of foot traffic. Is it an artisanal apothecary? Uh, An artisanal? Like like from Pier (laughs) 1? Yes! It's so funny because... When I wrote it in my notes, <laughs> I kept hearing uh, um, God David Schwimmer's voice. Do <laughs> you guys remember that episode with the apothecary table? I kept thinking about that the entire time. And thank you for reminding me why I shouldn't have used it. Uh, <laughs> it's good. My I apothecary like table. I like it. Uh, Keep it. Yeah. So she goes into detail. Um, um, can I, but I, but um, I convinced him. All right, I, I, I said this would be a great spot. I spun straw into gold. The buildings are cheap. Uh, travel from the docks would be incredibly fast. So if he needed to move his goods that were coming in from ships, 
he can get it in no time um, fast. Cheap labor. Look at we're surrounded. These people want to go back to work. These people need some place. Um, they can be found in every corner, and it's mm. and it just works in the best interest because these are the people that need medication. They need help. It was a win, 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 win. And I'm so happy. I'm so happy he's here and that we're finally starting. This is going to be the keystone. You want to make something better? You bring medicine to it. She's very proud of herself. But those people who disappeared? Yes. Do you remember like an area or? I've never met anyone personally, but if. Is it concentrated to one location? This area, this area itself. So, um, you, you guys would know this cause you've been training in this area. Um, that like when Zaraj says three daggers alley, mm-hmm. you guys know where that is. Okay. It's actually this triangle. Uh, three daggers alley is kind of in this triangle between like snail street. Um, snail street. Yeah. I didn't make it up. It's so cute. <laughs> I like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's like between the- uh, snail. Uh, it's my map's not showing up, but it's uh, between like Snail Street and this. It, it basically makes a triangle. Okay. Um, it's inside it. Someone's probably looking up the map right now for yeah. me. Well, uh, what, what kind of triangle are we talking? Isosceles, right? Uh, equilateral. Right? Scaling. Equilateral. What's an equilateral? That's where all the sides are equal. It's not an equilateral. Oh, no. damn it's, it. uh, Isn't it a cute one where it's, it's a, like. It's not very cute. It's one of the ones. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, it is the one with one right angle. Right. It's a right? Yes. Okay, that sounds Sweet. right. Sweet. Okay, it's that one. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Uh, yeah, is actually a math tutor. Oh, uh, so he. He's trying to get the image in my head. He, right. loves, <laughs> he, loves, them, he loves them triangles. He uh, loves them triangles. So, and when I say it's, it's a triangle, I mean uh, on one street, uh, uh, you know, going down one side is a, a group of houses, going down one side is a group of houses, going down the mm-hmm. other a group of houses. Yeah. And in the middle, it's kind of scattered. Um, forming the alleys. Um, So again, this place is not like Chicago. It's not set up on a grid. It's set up every which way. Um, Mm -hmm. So you can be traveling down a very short street, a very short alley, uh, a very long one. Sometimes uh, buildings are grouped together in uh, three or eight or five. Sometimes they're packed uh, back to back, sometimes a single roll. You don't really know. You'd have to see the Mm -hmm. map, which is not showing up. I'm sorry, guys. But, um, but yeah, she, she says just somewhere within the triangle, they, they were losing people. And I'd like to think the best. I'd like to think maybe they're getting jobs. Maybe they're finding their own path, but I can't help but think that they're not. And it's scaring me. How far away is the apothecary? Is it like right down? It's like right there. You guys can see it. It's like right on this corner. I don't feel like I'm getting anything from Melanie, yeah. Yeah. so I'm gonna oh, walk to the uh, up to there and you talk just to walk away from her. I could misty step away. Right, right. No, I'm, I'm 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 just gonna look. Look, there's like four of you guys there, uh, and and a knock knock. There's five of you guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, knock knock's not there. Okay. Oh, knock knock's yeah, not there. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't come. All oh, right. And yeah. Duo's not there either. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just, I'm I'm walking. Okay. I'm bouncing. Yeah, um, 
You guys, you're going to? Yeah. yeah. We're both just kidding. Yeah. I'm going to wrap up this conversation. No, I'm fed up with her. I feel like she's just feeding us BS. I'm Lisa just like gives her one last dirty look. Um, the three of you guys walk away to the apartment. Yeah, so she's just like right. flanked by right. Karen and I. Yes. Yeah. And I chips. love it. Yeah. it it's, 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 it's like a synced up, we turn. Yeah. <laughs> just walk away. Um, so you're not probably allowed to talk to us anymore, huh? No, I shouldn't. I actually shouldn't be talking to you guys. I feel so bad, but I, I've been building my reputation and, and trying to get people to trust me, and I'm sorry, but if the City Watch ties us together, that's it. All the hard work I've done for these people stops before it truly starts. 90 days. 90 days isn't enough to see real change. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I appreci- appreciate everything that you have done. Very well, Melanie. You must go on your own path, while we must go on ours. But if you like, you need to send us a signal, or something is really, really bad and you need help, just know that you can reach out to us. You're not by yourself. I f- think that you think that, but you're not. Yes, she is. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're walking Bye. away. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. I um, It's nice to know that you're out there. Mm-hmm. And she kind of hesitates to like give you a hug and stops and puts out her hand and then like hands you a leaflet. And it's just like, thank you very much. And then mm-hmm. shakes your hand. You could tell she wants to hug you both, but she walks across the street and starts talking to uh, another random person she sees in the doorway. Peace upon you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and so Ash says that really loud too. That's a thing now. (laughs) Peace upon you. (laughs) Cool. And then we run off. You guys want to go to the apothecary too? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so on the way there, I'm gonna kind of duck off to the side, and I'm gonna switch to one of my like kind of tattered looking outfits. Yeah. Because I'm gonna like basically assume the persona of someone that needs. Love Help, it. like someone that just came off the dock. Yeah. And is looking for... Um, roll, uh, what is that? Stealth? Close. So it's a disguise, roll right? Close. <laughs> roll close. <laughs> oh, crit fail. Oh. Uh, okay. I changed it to just an ugly... Did you bring it? Like, it's got a crust color outfit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, why are my pants on my... <laughs> you want that to be your fail? <laughs> that you have pants on your hands? <laughs> and you walk into the scene. You can, you can make that it. I was going to say you have colors of a different of, of a different ward, but um, yeah, I mean, pants on your arms. Let's too. go with that. <laughs> yeah, I think you... Um, yeah, you're wearing a mishmash of like a couple different outfits where it, it would kind of be like if I was wearing... Uh, overalls over a blockbuster video polo over you know like my sears hat on <laughs> like, like i look like i belong to too many different factions <laughs> to be one thing you know uh you know you're holding your lunch pail <laughs> it's like i'm ready to go guys okay. uh yeah so that's what you look like right and you uh head back to the group and yeah yep. uh shaka wow <laughs> Hey, guys, this is my disguise. What's, what do you guys think? Oh, That's interesting. It, it's good. Yeah. It, it should be interesting. 
Uh, I'm a master of disguise. That's <laughs> what I've been uh, doing my past three months. <laughs> so Lisa's like dying to just rip them off. Like, please put these on normally. <laughs> no, you guys don't get it. When, when, when these guys, when they come off the dock, they all look a mess. So if I look uh, a mess, you know, I think this could work. Yeah, I, I, I do. If Ren believes me, <laughs> I'm good. smart. Ren knows the streets. True. And that was what we were doing. <laughs> uh, he knows the streets. His ear is to the streets. Okay. So, so like, I'm going to kind of duck away. From, I'm, I'm going to look for, like, sort of a, a group of people I see that are, like, coming from the direction of the dock to the, in, in, to the, um, I can't pronounce it. Apothecary. Yeah. Apothecary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so like, I'm going to try to mix in kind of like in the back of them so I can go in that. Yeah. And there's group. people coming and going yeah. uh, all the time. Uh, none of these people look professional at all. Uh, the, the apothecary is open and it's bustling, not with customers, but with laborers. Um, all going every which direction. It's chaos. It's chaos outside. It's chaos inside. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like no one knows where they're going and knows what they're doing. Right. Uh, one guy is building a staircase off in the corner, and next to him, another guy is trying to figure out which side of the floor plans uh, it goes up. So he's like twisting around, kind of looking at. Uh, this is local hired help, um, and they're building. They're building it at a very fast rate. What they're building, you're just kind of like, oh, I don't know. I I don't know if this is going to work out. This doesn't look very professional. Um, these are obviously locals from the neighborhood that have been hired to help to build it and it just looks bad. Um, yeah. So you go up, you see a group of, it's not going to be hard. Like I won't even make you roll. Like, it, so what do you want to do? You want to go up to them? I don't, don't want to crit fail. Again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, Hey guys, I'm Shaka. I'm yeah. a vigilante. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so like I, I just mix in. I, I, I just say like, like guys, um, you know, um, I hope you guys are having a, a good day. I've had a rough one, but, uh, looks like we're all heading to the same place. So let's go. Yeah, and you know they they'll make small talk with you. They make a little small talk, and you guys are basically right outside the building. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can walk up to the scaffolding. You can walk inside. Uh, there's uh, someone laying bricks on the like rebricking it yeah. and like stuff like that. So what what did you want to do? So I want to so I want to like I want to try to get within eyesight of Merrick. Okay, like like is, is he in the role perception okay. or investigation? Okay, You're investigating. Uh, 13. 13. Yeah. Um, you hear a voice from inside that's louder than the rest. Um, okay. All right. It sounds like someone's directing you. I would imagine you assume that that is Merrick or at least okay. the person in charge of, of this. So what I want to do is like, so I'm not an architect, but I'm like savvy enough to know the correct way that a floor plan is. That's very true. So I very loudly correct this guy so I can kind of get Merrick's attention. Roll intelligence. I want to know. Ooh. Ooh. I see that from here. Is a 22. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you see? What do you see on the floor plan? That- so, so like the guy is not only holding it upside down. Yeah. Um, but he like 
Well, I don't know if there's a metric system in this world. Yeah, we'll say um, we use them. We'll say they use a metric. But uh, yeah, he's like using he's he has like crappy uh, American system uh, things. So he's thinking in <laughs> inches and feet and pounds. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Crappy. Everyone crappy. in the world doesn't use, use this. this. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, so so I'm correcting him and I'm letting him know that the measurements are actually in like meters. Ah, meters. Yeah. And, but like I'm doing it very loudly and kind of arrogantly too, okay. Because like I'm trying to sound like kind of like a like a jerk superior, yeah. Kind of, you know, I like this. Um, uh, I'm gonna hold this scene. I like it a lot. What are you guys doing? Yeah, I was gonna ask where where were we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys part. are basically yeah, yeah, right like outside. Out yeah, you separate. guys are basically right outside the building. It's kind of like if you guys were in the street. He's now walked onto the sidewalk and is okay. like right outside the building. But you guys are standing in front of it. I imagine uh, you're still kind of in motion, slowly walking in front of it. So you can walk around or through, or you can check out other places, whatever you want. So Ash, like, uh, Melanie was talking a lot about this Merrick person, but Mm -hmm. it was in this way that was like very... um, like self... um, What I'm trying to think of the world, like self-congratulating... Um, and so proud of this, this apothecary, but didn't actually tell us anything about the people who are missing. And that's what we wanted to find out. So, um, I want to just kind of, um, walk around to see if I can find, um, so I want to try to find like the person who was missing the, the soonest. So I want to find the person in the crowd that looks like they're most distressed because maybe they're missing someone. Okay. Uh, role investigation. It's very specific. Yeah. It's very specific. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. that's a one. That is a one. That is a crit fail. That's a crit fail. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, you don't, uh, I'm trying to think, um, you see Shaka. <laughs> he's, he's in a disguise. Uh, I mean, your crit fail, you walk up to, you yeah. see his back and you're like, oh, this guy. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, it's, uh, it's, I'm at your back. So I don't see oh, your face. Uh, I'm working here. Have you, you seem like you've been through a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like you need help. Do you know how to read a floor plan? <laughs> what? Then leave me alone. I'm working here. And I look at chips. Like, <laughs> how can I help this, this poor man? <laughs> Yeah, that's it is. Yeah. What do you guys think? Slices <laughs> is, is, is he a poor disguised man? <laughs> pick up some four And this is why I hang out with Sarah. Yeah. So <laughs> walking around looking at the scaffolding. Like she's not an engineer, so it means nothing to her. Mm. So she decides to like kind of slowly walk around the building and yeah. take note of Ooh, like. Smart. You know, are there footprints around? Are people just working in the front? Are there people like kind of around the building or is it all the activities in the front? Yeah. Uh, roll investigation. Oh, let me not be stupid again. <laughs> oh, yay. 19. Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, so you walk around the back. The back is actually connected um, to other buildings. So on the side of the apothecary are like two condemned buildings. Uh, in the back of it, there's three condemned buildings. Uh, there are people making their way every which side. Um, you see people on the roof of the apothecary. You see people like on the ground handing stuff. Some guy is trying to get something uh, to the other guy. So maybe he like takes a shortcut through one of the condemned buildings. Um, people are just going in and out of everywhere. Uh, but the majority of them are in the front. Um, there are a lot of more, 
the back has more of pallets of supplies, bricks and uh, wood and, you know, panels and stuff like that. Does it seem like anyone may have been squatting in these buildings, the abandoned ones? I mean, they all kind of have that feel to it. Um, you would assume from the noise and, you know, the work that's being done that no one's like sleeping in these buildings right now, however they're working. But you don't know exactly how, if they're working all night on this thing. Uh, you don't even know how long they've been there. And also, uh, you're at one end of, uh, you're at one end of the triangle. There's other parts of the triangle as well. So from what you can tell, this place has happened right here. Okay. So Sleaze is going to make some notes to herself and then slowly make her way back around the front and okay. see what, what the others are up to. Okay. Um, guys, oh, yeah. Ren, like, has that sense, too, like Ash did about, um, oh, Ren has that sense uh, that uh, Melanie, like, about the clues that we should go find more people. So he walks up to Ash and says, um, we should, I'm going to help you. Let's go find, like, some clues because I feel like there's something here that we could look for. Yeah, let's go um, talk to someone who lives here. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to, um, the scaffolding and all of that stuff is happening. And we're going to kind of talk to not the people building it mm -hmm. or people actually working, but maybe um, if there's spectators, like people watching the building happening. Yeah, there yeah. definitely are. Yeah. There definitely are. I mean, this is, this is something not to be seen, but like something's happening, you know, something's happening in our neighborhood, yeah. mm -hmm. like for the first time in a long time. Uh, that's what you guys, that's what they're seeing. So there's definitely be out there. Is there someone specific that you're looking for or just like someone who like knows any information. We're gonna look for this dungeons and the person who looks like they are the friendliest. Ooh, okay. Oh, yeah. Friendly people. Okay. Yes. Um yeah. Well, roll for that. You you just talk to I talked to Shaka. <laughs> Shaka. Definitely not friendly. <laughs> All right. Wait, what is my modifier on this? Um Friends. So investigation. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 23. 23. Okay. Let's nice. find you a friend. Find me a friend. <laughs> Robbie Jelly. So you see from, you're looking for a friendly face. You're looking for someone you can, uh, the opposite of, of what you just uh, yes. saw, like uh, the poorly disguised uh, Shaka. You feel a little embarrassed. Yeah. So you're looking for someone that you know isn't a part of your party. Yeah, that no, yeah. <laughs> uh, and a person that you know isn't a part of your uh, party is, um, is this woman with uh, two children. Okay. So she's sold in the hands of, of two children. And they're walking down the street. You would estimate she's uh, around late 20s, maybe, um, female, human, uh, extremely long hair. And it's braided, too. And it's still long. It's brown. And she has brown eyes, um, oval face. And uh, her kids are just, like, talking to each other back and forth. And she's mm -hmm. kind of trying to ignore them and just carry on. So I give, um, I go into my bag and I give chips, like, this, like, stick, kind of. And I kind of tell Chips to go over to play play with those kids. Hmm. Um, and so. I, Roll animal handling. Okay. <laughs> 20. Ooh, that's one. Yeah, that's 20, 20 on Chips. On nice. chips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Chips gets it. He, yeah. He, he hasn't been out in a couple episodes and <laughs> I mean, a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, he's been out. He's just <laughs> three months. Uh, 
So he hasn't been out uh, in a while, and he's just really excited. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's do it. Like, I know the stick game. Mm-hmm. And uh, what does he do? He he obviously is successful on this, but what is he su- yeah. successful doing? So um, I give, uh, yeah, Chips the stick, and he bounds up to the kids and does, like, cute little circles around them and then um, has the stick in his mouth and, like, perches and drops it. So oh. they can play fetch with him. Oh, okay. And the, and the little yeah. the little kids they kind of stop arguing with each other because uh, they were kind of like you know going back. And yeah. Mom was like trying to keep them apart, and they're super excited. They're like, "It's a dog! <laughs> it's a dog! It's not a dog! Yes, it is! It's a, it's a dog! It's a dog!" And uh, the little it's a little boy and a little girl. The uh-huh. little boy like goes and like grabs the stick. And is just like waving it left and right and throws it. Yeah. So um, Chips runs and goes and fetches it. Um, I'm running over to them with Ren. Be like, oh, 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 <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, oh, this is my friend. Hi. Oh, um, hello. 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 Um, what is with the, the, the fox? Yeah, that's that's Chips. He's such a good boy. I, I guess he's um, getting along with their kids pretty well. Yeah, Ma, he's a good boy. He's in there like petting. They're petting yeah. the fox. And if you have, <laughs> if you have children, stray animals, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you get really nervous, you know? Yeah. Um, he's very, very trained and um, he just loves people. Okay, he's going to be, he's going to be nice. Yeah, he's very nice. And I go, um... And I say chips and I go doo doo, which is like our um one of our <laughs> trick words. And he does his little foxy flip. Doo doo doo. Doo doo doo. Okay, you gotta roll animal handling on that. <laughs> it doesn't last forever. <laughs> 18. Okay, yeah. He mm-hmm. perks nice. up. He goes, uh, he's like, and you know, he doesn't say it, but yeah. uh, he hears it and he does his little flip. <laughs> yeah, it goes yeah. Does a little flip and goes back to the kids. He's very enthralled yes. with the kids. He keeps playing with the kids. Very right. Yeah. Oh chips. <laughs> um what do you think about that apothecary? Oh, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. It's really cool. And like he's like, Yeah, yeah. we're now we're like trying to get a detective now. <laughs> <laughs> oh I can see you guys just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> right in her face. Um, it's a lot of positive that's coming to a place that's experienced a lot of bad stuff recently, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it was bound to happen though. It was, it was it, things can't just get worse and worse. They they have to get better. That's really good. What kind of things have been happening? Yeah. Um, I mean, you just hear rumors and. Yeah, people disappear. People, you know, don't come back. Um, Do you yeah. know anyone who disappeared? Um, me personally, no. I, I've, I don't know any. I, I don't know a lot of people here. I mean, kind of keep to ourselves, you know. Yeah. I like to. I like to think that maybe they, you know, got a better job or found a better place or, um, you know, just anything. The bird took him. What? What? And the little boy is talking, <laughs> and he's petting the fox and just playing. Just matter of factly, says like, "The bird took him." What bird? And the little girl like shoves him. It's like, it's not bird, stupid. It's an octopus. The mm. bird took it. It was a bird for sure. 
No, it was an octopus. Don't mind them. They just, I just need a break from them for like five minutes. Oh, um, like- <laughs> I'm really curious though. Um, what, what's octopus? Did you see something? Yeah. The octopus <laughs> took the man with the red hat. Ooh. No, mm. it wasn't a man with a red hat. <laughs> it was a man with a blue hat, and it was a bird. Mm. When did this happen? Um, like, I was really, really young. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, a couple of mo- like a month. It happened a week ago. Don't listen to him. There is no... Listen, they make up these stories all the time. Well, we're writers, yeah. so we're looking for stories. Real deception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know I, why I, that's your go-to <laughs> line. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually imagine Ash with this journal out too, like writing <laughs> the stuff down. Yeah. Uh, six. Six. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so she starts to feel really weird. Okay. Uh, yeah, the deception is not working. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're writers. What? <laughs> That's a normal thing. People are writers. Yeah, illiterate. People are. People are. Not all people. But but also, I mean, it's weird that you're writers and you want to get inspiration from her children. <laughs> well, they're talking about fantastical things. Yeah, I know, but they're also children, so I don't know. I don't think. I mean, if a kid started talking about like yeah. you know giant rabbit. <laughs> I don't understand. If I had a kid and he was just talking about a giant rabbit, I'd be like, yeah, let's talk about this. And then this random stranger says, no, I'm a writer. I need to to hear what your children are talking about. I think I would be a little suspicious. I mean, it feels normal. (laughs) Okay, all right. Um, So, yeah, she she gets like a little, she pauses for a second Mm -hmm. and is like, Oh, you're a write. You're writers. What do you write? We're- we write about musical things. That's so good. That is oh my god. <laughs> this is rivals of water. Dude. <laughs> like, we write wow. about musical things. Yeah. Um, Hold on. He's got a role for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. This right? I'm not gonna let that go. Okay. Uh, let me see. Sixteen. Uh, eight. No, nineteen. Oh, oh okay. Oh, oh. Right. Okay. Musical things. I don't know where that came from. It was perfect. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now you start singing Hamilton. I know. I gotta <laughs> sing again. We write about musical things. Okay. Uh. She she believes that uh, you guys, she's suspicious on the writing uh, based on what you said. Uh, based on what Ren said, musical things like perks her curiosity. So she's she's still rolling with the suspicion. She wants to know a little bit more, but she's going to take your word on the musical writings thing. Wow. <laughs> um, what does that have to do with my children? Your music? Your musical? Yeah, we're we're writing a musical about you know the adventures of Waterdeep, and your children might have a story that we could put in there. Oh, they're like, they're little vignettes. Yeah, there's so many little tiny nuggets of story. <laughs> <laughs> <That was funny. laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like Rin is actually laughing. Like, the character in front of this mother. Try not to laugh. Rin is trying not to laugh at this laugh. So this is when uh, Perrin walks out. Help and, us. And Perrin, Perrin comes up and he says, Good evening, madam. Oh, um, hello. Yes, these are my accomplices. Perrin Underboo. Hold on. At your service. You said accomplices. Don't use the word accomplices. <laughs> My, my accomplices. These no. are yes, my accomplices. These are my criminals. Perrin Underboo at your uh, service. And I, I bow very regally. I'm a bard extraordinaire. Have you not heard of me? Um, no, I've, I've never, I've never heard of you before. Are you with the very, very, very well. So yes. So these, I am, as I said, I am a bard and they find inspiration throughout Waterdeep to allow me to perform all of the wonderful things. And as you can see, I am a halfling. So children's stories mm. make the most sense you hear, for Perrin Underbow. You hear uh, the little kids talk. So she's listening to all this, taking it all in. Um, I mean, it's hard enough in this neighborhood to get a job, you know, washing dishes far, you know, at some at some tavern or being some servant somewhere the idea of being three <laughs> musical writers uh in one space uh is is a little unbelievable but you do hear or a little suspicious i guess um you do you piqued her interest like she wants to hear more her kids are also playing with a fox so it's given her some time to herself and not you know being splitting them apart the entire time and you hear after you say i write children's songs or we write children's songs um the little boy you should write a song about a bird no write a song about an octopus write a song about an octopus oh yes yes no write it about a bird write it about a bird and they're just like yelling for you guys so uh all right i guess i'll go over to the kids uh, since I can look them eye, eye to eye, I come over, I, I pet Chips. Hello, Chips. Chips and, loves it. And yeah. I, I, look at, I look at the little boy. Excuse me, little boy. Why is it that you want me to perform unwillingly about a bird? Well, I don't know. You said, you said that you write songs for kids. I'm a kid. I thought maybe you write a song. About a bird, or about a turtle, or about a duck, or about a fish, or about a cloud, a cloudfish, duck, a cloud, or about, um, and the mother has like tuned it out. She is, she is just, she hears this type of stuff like all day long. So why can't we write a song about your sister's octopus? Mmm. Yeah, write about the octopus. Why about the octopus? Because they have they have uh, these long, like slinky arm uh, arm feet. I don't know how it works. <laughs> it it's not like well, you know how your fingers are kind of like like slinky arm things. It's kind of like that, but oh, really pretty, long. Pretty urchin. They're called tentacles. Tentacles. It's kind of like. It's kind of like tentacles. Right about that. Did you see tentacles take people? No. Oh, yeah. No, she didn't see it. She saw a bird. A bird took them. 
did maybe the octopus with the tentacles fly? Um, well, I didn't see it. I mean, octopus don't fly. Birds fly. Birds fly all the time. Maybe this octopus had wings. Maybe put it in the song. Yeah, let's write about Yeah, both. let's do that. Yeah. Uh, the octobird? Yeah. Okay, play it. Oh. <laughs> 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 we're right. just the writers. That's we're just the writers. <laughs> we're just the writers. And right. walks up just in time. Oh, Slice right. walks up. Hey, it's not that here? big of a building. Oh, yeah, no. You, yeah, you would have made it by now. Slice is just like, Octobird? <laughs> All right, so am I performing? Yeah, yeah I, want, I want all three of you to roll performance, okay. and then I want to actually see this performance. Oh, oh my God. So you guys are going to freestyle you guys are the Octobird. Okay. All right. Uh, I got a 16. Ooh. 12. Okay. 12. Okay. Yeah. Backups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh Backup singers. Right. Okay. How does this bird octopus song <laughs> go? Um, so we get information first. What's first and foremost. Okay. What's formation? Like some Beyonce like. formation. Right. Um, <laughs> so we just, okay. we do a flying V. So Perrin is in the center yes. and um, Rin and I are flanking him. Yes. Slightly behind to okay. create this V. And we are both looking at Perrin now. <laughs> how are you contributing to the, um, besides dance, musically, how right. are you contributing? Oh, we're we're, we're going to do clapping. this. Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, we're oh, doing this? You got to clap? You we're going to start oh. clapping. Okay. Oh, and Salise's face look like that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't have a lot of rhythm. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. peer up. Oh, yeah. It's the octobird. Uh-huh. Octobird. Octobird's the word. Octobird, octobird, octobird's the word. Oh yeah! If you see the octobird, uh huh, run for the hills because the octobird, yeah, gets your kills. Yeah, octobird, octobird, octobird's the word. Oh yeah! Octobird, octobird, octobird's the word. The kids, wow. the kids wow. love it at all. Uh, this is like who's line. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, you can see, uh, you guys can't see, but Joe, uh, our tech uh, guy, he <laughs> put his head down on the table. Uh, and he's just, oh, just yeah. shaking with laughter. <laughs> trying not to laugh out loud, I believe. Um, uh, Salisa yeah. just standing there like, Salisa's <laughs> like, Octobird's like like she wants to smile, but she's afraid everyone will think uh, <laughs> like she's possessed um, or something. So she does smile, but she's just like. I'm so glad I did not hear this. I'm, I'm focusing on the four plans. Yeah. I didn't even hear it. And hear I it. think, yeah, for sure. I th So this woman listens to this song, and it's weird. Uh, performed pretty good. I mean, especially for a song that you guys wrote while talking to her children. And in her head, she kind of chalks it up to the neighborhood is changing. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. It definitely we, is. We got hipsters now. <laughs> right? Random hipster bars. Yeah, yeah, every time I see a crust punk in Logan Square, I think <laughs> the octobird's the word. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to get that joke, but that's okay. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she is kind of like, wow, there's actually people here in my neighborhood that might 
that will entertain my children. So yeah, she's she's happy about it. So I uh, I look at or parent looks at one of the the kids now, and uh, he says, "Well, now that you know that the octobird is the word, can you tell me what the octobird may have done?" Uh, the little boy looks at the little girl, and she looks back, and he kind of puts his head down just a little bit and goes, "Can't tell you, my mom's here." Oh, we gotta distract her. Um, yeah, I ain't got time for. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, spell time, Harry. Disney whispers on the ball. (laughs) No, don't do that. She's so nice. Let's go. Um, yeah. So I ain't got time for uh (laughs) for these kids not telling me what. I need to know. Oh so I'm I'm going to cast Zone of Truth. Oh. Uh on on this area. Yeah. So uh so not only will it affect the kids, but it'll also affect the mom. Is there a contestant? Like uh, does she have a saving uh, so throw? So it truth? is a 15 a charisma saving throw. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, uh, I think it's going to hit the kids no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, it hits the All kids. Right. So, Everyone's uh, telling the truth right, right. now. So I, uh, I, go, I go to the kids. So Perrin goes to the kids and he says, uh, listen, if it is really serious, I'm sure your mother will not mind if you please Uncle Perrin. Wow. Ooh, that sounded creepy. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, Don't no, clip that. No, 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 no. I don't care. You know. <laughs> I was trying to go for a PU. I'm sorry. There I'm sorry. are some PUs that are, that are not oh, allowed. And this was our last episode before oh, Mr. Stacey's off the air. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Perrin Underbow. Someone just to... make a gif of my face that I make. <laughs> just make a gif of it. Put I know. I know my regular chat <laughs> can do that. Okay, uh, redacted. Anyway, right. <laughs> that is redacted. Yeah, redacted. No. No. Oh my god! Don't clip that. <laughs> no. Oh, someone just said. Uh, all right, um, now yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, too. Please, yeah. Your parents not allowed in any chat rooms. So, um, <laughs> um so <laughs> please tell me, young one. What the octobird may have done. So the little boy looks up uh, at his mom. He looks at his sister and his sister just like shaking her head like, no. Uh, And the little boy is compelled by his own truth to Mm -hmm. tell the truth. And he says, okay, um, we were, we were, uh, we were playing on the roof on the, and the mother's just like playing on the roof. Yeah. Um, we, we were, we were just up there for a minute. You know, those roofs can fall in at any time. Okay. It's just, you could have gotten hurt. Yeah, I know. I, we, we weren't doing anything. We don't even weigh that much. We go up there. It's fine. And the little sister's just like shaking her head. And uh, the little boy just goes, um, we're, we're on the roof and we're just, we're just playing. 
Were you throwing rocks? Were you throwing rocks? We were throwing rocks, and <laughs> we um we saw we saw this this bird. It was an octopus. We, we saw this this bird, maybe an octopus. I'm not sure. Octobird's the word. Octobird. Oh. And I think I get it now. It um. It, we we heard this this person screaming, so we we went over and we just we only saw we only saw the bird. It was an octopus. It, fine, it was an octopus. It was a bird, and, and only for a second. And then and then we turned around to see if the person was on the other side, but the person was gone. And then then the octobird was gone too. And then I told you not to go. I'm sorry. Come here. And then she kind of like takes <clears throat> takes the kids by the hands, like. We need to leave right now. We have people, we have people that are not doing and going where they need to go. I'm sorry. We didn't mean anything to. Good work. One question before you <clears throat> peace up out of here. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. nice. Um, All uh, these are under review. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially oh, after. I, uh, I got my flag ready. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where did the octobird fly to once it grabbed the person that was unwilling? And the sister speaks up this time. Um, and she says, uh, the sister speaks up and she says, that's the thing. It didn't fly anywhere. It just, it just like disappeared. It went into the building. No, we couldn't get into the building. There's no way inside there. I've even tried. I'm I'm smaller than that thing. It probably, I think it's an octopus and it went in the sewer. That's where it went. That's where octopuses live. That's not where birds live. Cause it wasn't a bird. And then the mother has already grabbed the kids at this point. Yeah. And she says, thank you for your lovely song. I need to take these two home. Um, they don't seem to know how to play outside. And they don't know very much of anything, do you? No, lots of stuff. I know. Lots. The mother, like, grabs them by the hands and, like, storms off. Peace upon you. Out <laughs> <laughs> the birds the word. <laughs> oh. Lisa's giving Perrin a disapproving look. Um, using mind Perrin, control. Perrin looks at uh, Celise. He gives her the nicest of winks <laughs> and the, and the uh, impious of smiles. <laughs> she just still gives you that stone face. Look like, <laughs> like I saw what you did on children. It was necessary to make sure that we got the information that we needed. And besides, we saw eye to eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's a short joke for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what do you guys want to do next? Um, so it sounds like, well, uh, it sounds like we are either going into the sewers or we should check some of this abandoned buildings. Uh, or surrounding abandoned buildings. Uh, let's. 
I think we should go into some of the buildings since the building's already here. That's what I think, too. Um, Solice, hey, hey, what's up? What, what were you doing? I was walking around the back seeing what's going on. Did you find anything? Lumber. Mm. Yeah. People. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that checks out. While, while you guys are preparing, yeah. uh, while you guys are preparing where you're going to go next, yeah. inside buildings, um, outside buildings, let's uh, cut over to Shaka, who yes. uh, has been helping out on yeah. this de- with this design team. Um, let's see how good you've been doing with this crew. Ooh. Nat 20. Ooh. Sweet. You managed to take this ragtag group of carpenters nice. <laughs> and really work them in the shape. They have a weird boss. You're the weird boss um, wearing whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and for whatever reason, they all fell into line. Uh, and it's all starting to click for them. Where, where they're understanding like, oh, Use the hammer this way. Yeah. You know? like, uh, they weren't that dumb, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you are. De- they've taken a shine to you. You've organized the outside pretty well. Um, uh, it seems like they're building it all in pieces, though, just because there's so many people inside. They, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like um, what was that show? Extreme Home Makeover. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like a bunch of people inside there and they're all doing weird stuff and there's stuff in the driveway and you know yeah, people yeah. are setting up furniture outside. So yeah, there's like staircases being made outside. There's uh, 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 like uh, like the bar seating areas outside. Also, um, people are building stuff on the inside. But yeah, mm-hmm. all right. So, uh, so I'm gonna go up to Merrick. I'm gonna try to find him. Yeah, uh, kind of roll investigation to see because because there was somebody that I thought might be him, but I, I don't think I got clarification. It really was him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Roll investigation. Ooh, crit fail. Crit fail. My second one of the day. Wow. Okay. Um, Yeah, you don't see Merrick. You really, you haven't even made him out. Uh, You've actually been talking to this one guy who you assume is Merrick. Oh, no. uh, The entire time. Uh, So you're you're getting in good with that guy. He's very impressed with you. He's has no, he's just a regular guy who's just been working with you this entire time. Okay. All right, then. Um, I see the rest of the group kind of outside, kind of grouping up. Mm-hmm. So I assume that what I'm doing is a bit of a failure and I go and rejoin them. Okay. Yeah. And as you uh, walk up to them, they, uh, the, the guys on the outside are kind of like, oh, um, and you can tell they already start asking each other questions about stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not going to be very long before they get back to their old ways of like messing everything up. Um, as you approach your group, the group has already decided what they're going to do next. Okay. And I want to hear what that is. <laughs> so, uh, so we're, let's, let's first go to the building and most adjacent to the apothecary because the apothecary seems to be the ground zero of oh. all of these people unaware of their surroundings. (laughs) (laughs) That was was like a PU saving throw. (laughs) That's pretty good. So uh, if it's a triangle, so it's a triangle like this. Um, If it's a triangle, the apothecary is on like the bottom left. Um, 
where you guys came in is kind of like the middle on the right. And where the children point it to, where they were on a roof, is uh, on the top of the triangle, like around mm. the, that north area right there. So mm. that's what you know so far. Okay. Right? Okay. You met Melanie kind of in the middle of the triangle. Okay. All right. So, so I guess we should uh, start close to where the children said they were. That's what I think too. Yeah. What 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 uh, children guess? Oh yeah, we made some so, little hey Shaka. We made some <laughs> <laughs> little kid friends. Yeah. Are they kobolds? No, no, they're actual. They're humans. Oh, actual humans. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Um, there is a a octobird that is stealing people. Octobird. Hmm. Uh, so we're gonna go to where the kids last saw a person get stolen. By octobird, do, yeah. you, do you mean a beholder? No, no, an octobird, like with eight stalks flying, possibly, or an actual flying octopus. I'm just trying to see what's going on. Well, the children said it was a bird or an octopus. So, if we need one word for it. It would be October. I'm gonna go with Beholder. Okay. Okay. All right. So so rational. Uh, let's go. Let's go. And where do you guys go? You guys go where they they cite so, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you travel down. Uh, you, you travel down this road again, kind of seeing the same sites, condemned buildings and whatnot. Uh, it does seem a little bit darker in this area, or maybe it's just in your head of like. Something is amiss. Something went wrong here in this area. Um, as you're passing by, you, you pass by a bunch of condemned buildings. One of them you see is like this sign hanging off uh, a tailor shop uh, as you start to approach the uh, corner end of the triangle. Um, you look up and uh, roll investigation, actually. I'll see. I'll tell whoever rolls eyes on this. 23. Oh, yeah. Parents. Seven. Seven. Okay. <laughs> you need some. <laughs> I got to hold back. I got to hold back. Okay. So you guys are all seeing different things. Notably, Perrin, uh, you, uh, maybe because you're child size, you notice how you start thinking, how would I get up on this roof um, if I was, uh, you know, one of these, how did one of these, how did these children get up on the roof? And you notice that there's uh, the way the bricks are kind of coming out of the walls and slanted and just whatever, it would be really easy to just scale a wall. Like anyone, any one of you could probably scale these walls and like make your way up on top just from like a window ledge onto this brick and blah, blah, blah. So you kind of notice like, oh, it's pretty easy to get up there. Um, yeah, but the rest of you, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the same as when you walked in almost. Nothing is really popping out at you. So. Just so I can visualize it, the um, are we in the building or no? You're on the street. I thought you yeah. guys were on the street. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah that's what I thought street. too. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because um, and to our way of thinking, the inside building is abandoned. Yeah, all all the buildings look like they're abandoned. Okay. Pretty much. The reason I'm asking is because the mom talked about the roof caving in mm-hmm. and the roofs being like really um fragile. Yeah. So I kind of want to investigate just the roof so I can know if we're going to climb it to know where to stand. So we don't oh, fall yeah. through. I was totally like, as yeah. soon as you described that, I'm totally climbing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I figured so, you were. Roll acrobatics. <laughs> yeah. uh, roll athletics, athletics to get you up on the roof. Uh, 
right. Yeah. Perrin, you sure you want to do that? Ash is the Ash and Salisa are the rooftop. It's true. The rooftop masters. Perrin Underbill <laughs> is a performer of great wonder and particular unrivaled athleticism. Ash is getting ready to spot you. Right. Like, I, don't, so, I don't trust. So Perrin, yeah. Perrin, Perrin got a 16. Okay. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you climb up. So, it, I, what does it look like? So I, um, so I see the first ledge, I grab it and then I kind of not necessarily acrobatically like swing to the next thing. And I just managed to, you know, like there were a couple of times where you see me grip my teeth. Yeah. As I get up, but I, you know, I just managed to just kind of find all the ledges and climb up it like, you know, like I'm climbing a tree as a child or something like that. And then I look when I get to the top, I look at Shaka, who I know can see me because he can see in the dark. Um, and I it's not that dark. Well, oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh. it's, it's like uh, it's it's. By now, it's probably like four o'clock. Oh, okay. Oh. So, oh, right. Yeah, you guys cool. left in the cool. morning. All right. You've been doing an so, investigation. So, yeah, then I look at Shaka, and then I just bow. <laughs> and, and He doesn't know. care. Watch, <laughs> my cap Watch your footing up there. Yes. Yeah, like Shaka can misty stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <"Ooh." laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, just, I just do like a slow clap. Right <laughs> yeah, slow clap. <laughs> it's like that scene in uh, Back to the Future Part 2 where he's just like, you mean you have to use your hands? It's, right. it's like a baby store. Uh, so he, so you're on the roof. You're on like the ledge of yes. the, the roof. Yes. What, what are you guys doing? Uh, well, like Ren is like staying below because he still has that nightmare. Well, has nightmares from when he would fell off the the cliff. Thing oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. So he's like trying to just keep cover of everything, yeah, for sure. watching. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stay on the ground too because I know if I need to, I can like misty step up to the top. So I'm kind of gonna just investigate the you know the perimeter and see what see if I can notice anything. Yeah, I kind of want to go in the building. Okay, yeah, too. I want to go in the building. <laughs> okay. I feel like it's safer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna keep an eye on on the roof and and Perrin. Well, I can climb. I still prefer to keep both feet on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I, I want to go into the building and follow his footprints. So if he does fall through the roof, I can maybe catch him. Okay. So you're going in the building. You're going in the mm -hmm. building. Cool. So uh, the building he is on is actually on the, it's on the corner. Uh, so you guys walk up to the corner. You walk away from uh, Shaka and Salise uh, a little bit. Shaka and Salise are kind of by that tailor shop. Um and you guys find your way into the building. You both are different sizes, so you're both going to have to find different ways in because this door is boarded up. But you know, based on the ins and outs of people that you've seen today, there are a bunch of ways into these buildings. So, uh, roll investigation. Oh, oh, that was close. Uh, eight. Eight, okay. Um, Sixteen. Okay, yeah. Um. Ash, you find a little uh, hole on the side. You you imagine there was uh, some type of vent at, at that mm -hmm. area. So that's going to take you down to like the cellar or the basement area. It's perfect mm -hmm. size for you, though. Um, and I guess you're probably thinking like, oh, start from the bottom, work my way up. 
Yeah. So uh, I go through that and like kind of like I need an army crawl kind of. Is that one of those? Okay. Exactly. So I'm doing that and Chips is army crawling behind me as well. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rin, you don't notice anything right away, but the building actually isn't super, uh, isn't smashed up against the next building. So there is a small uh, pathway that you can take. Um, you start walking, you start like shimmying like down it and it's not clear as you're moving through, but you feel like, uh, as you push your body, like the building is the building to the left is like a little loose. Like you could Mm. probably start pushing bricks, like Mm. just like pushing bricks and get in there that way. I want to push some bricks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we've all played Jenga before. So uh, just roll roll decks. Okay. Uh, Four. Okay. Oh, this is as long as it didn't super. This is like it didn't fail. That was the the only thing. So yeah. it, building's it, gonna topple. <laughs> yeah. I mean, topple. the wall starts making noise. It starts crumbling. It's not the best. Uh, uh, you know, you take a couple bricks out, and you can definitely squeeze in there. You have to push against the wall and kind of like uh, Superman jump in, like straight through. So roll acrobatics for me. Okay. Let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you do a pretty good job. A uh, little scratch here and there. Uh, you kind of land Batman style, do a little roll <laughs> yes. uh, and fall <laughs> into it. Um, roll investigation for me. I want to see if what you notice inside this room. Um, 11. 11. Awesome. So you look around uh, this room and it feels completely undisturbed. Um, as you look around the room, you kind of don't notice even a door uh, where you can get in here. There's lots of dust, too. It's been like it's one of those uh, like if it's an art film, you see the dust like floating, making those bokeh mm-hmm. flares like uh, it in the camera. And um, it's obviously an imba- abandoned room of some kind. Random floorboards are missing. Beams are covered in dust and cobwebs. You see random crates with old clothes spilling out of them. Some broken furniture and a wooden mannequin with one arm. Uh, you can tell by the condition of the building that someone hasn't lived here in years. Um, and someone hasn't been here in even longer. You hear what sounds like Tiny scratches coming from behind you. Wait. Uh, so like Ren is like standing there and he doesn't move because he's trying to see if like if it's going to attack him at first. <laughs> but then he like slowly turns around and like sees something or or sees is there something like right behind Roll perception. Me? Let's, okay. let's see if you see. Uh, oh, uh, perception. Uh, oh, geez. Uh, 17? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you turn. You don't see anything of note right away. Um, there's some crates, a rolled up rug, a traveler's trunk, some clothes. Wait. Did those clo- clothes just move? Um. Yeah. <laughs> and it's about, um, I would say, less than 10 feet away from you. I feel like I should just like run and like just grab it 
just to see what it is. You're gonna run yeah, out of gra- just yeah. <laughs> nice. Might as well at this point. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Roll. So I guess you would have to. Trying to think the what you would roll because athletic if he's running, he's running, but he's trying to be fast yeah. and like do it, like catch it off guard. Yeah, um, I guess sleight of hand, um, roll sleight of hand, yes, because you're trying to like sh- you're not trying to hurt anything, you're not, yeah, trying just to, trying to like you just want to, yeah. yeah, get the drop uh, on it. That's a nine. Uh, wait, yeah, that was a nine, yeah. uh, so it is 11. Yeah. You uh grab this shirt, you snatch it right away. Um, a rat just like jumps up. Uh, I hate rats. <laughs> it, it, uh, it lands on this trunk. Uh, it, it screeches a little bit at you. Uh, it stares at you. Then it slips off the trunk and uh, goes down a, a hole in the wall. You don't hear it anymore. You don't hear the rustling or the scratching. But now... Well, no, is it? You hear ticking. Uh, We're going to cut back to Salise. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to cut to Salise and Shaka Mm -hmm. outside. Perrin's on top. What what are you two doing, Shaka and uh, Salise? So... Do we go after Perrin? Or what do you what are you thinking? Uh, a great math mind. I think Perrin's fine. He'll scream if he needs anything. Uh, <laughs> he'll scream, not even call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, I mean, he'll just but scream. He, but you know, he he barred explained my job to me, so he'll be okay. <laughs> I know. Plus, he was so excited to get up there. I feel like, you know, we should he'll let him fine. enjoy the glory of the highest that he'll ever be. Um, so, so what I'm doing is taking digs at him when he's on the road. Taking oh, oh, digs. Yeah. So, so like I'm, I'm like looking sort of at the, um, at the outside walls. I'm seeing if I can maybe see any symbols or like anything that like I could get an idea of if yeah. this is any kind of special role place. investigation. So you guys are standing, oh, they are, uh, they kind of took to the corner where the kids uh, would be. You guys are one shop over outside this uh, tailor tailor shop. This okay. eighteen. Oh yeah. Um, so you notice that the sign is hanging off the windows, and it's it's framed outside the front door. Um, the thing that's a little bit different about this is the door is open a crack, and it doesn't seem as abandoned as everything else. It's like Someone has been here. Um, something has been here. Uh, there's dust that is definitely disturbed. The glass is fogged out like a lot of the stuff is fogged out. Except, wait, some of the glass has like little uh, cleaned off spots. Like a little kid was... Like someone cleaned off a little spot, maybe to peek. Through? Oh, it's, it's, Mr. Right. it's Mr. Clean. Um, oh. Okay, so uh, should, should we peek through? Yeah. Do you want me to take lead? Yeah. All right, you, so I, I... You got the armor. Okay, true. <laughs> so sword and shield out. Just you know, kind of reach out and tap the, tap the, door. the door open and jump back. Yeah. Uh, the door uh, swings open. It creaks. It 
looks like a ta- an abandoned tailor shop. But what you noticed a lot of the places that you looked into as you were passing is um, like the like the uh, the trading post. It, it looked totally in disarray, and people were just drinking in there, hanging out, whatever. They had taken it over. This shop looks undisturbed. It actually looks kept up with. It looks as though someone abandoned it, but everything is in its right place. Spools of thread, mm. uh, the machines, uh, the little uh, checkout area. Everything looks very nice inside is there. Is there dust on the floor? Uh, there is no dust on the floor. So we can't see footprints. It looks like. Mm. It looks like someone's taking care of this area. Uh, so there's a couple things. So, so I know that uh, you guys mentioned that the kids told you that someone disappeared. Yeah. So it was possible that this person was in here doing their thing. They disappeared. I'm not sure how long ago that was, but. It can't be long. There's no dust. Yeah. So it looks like, you know, that. So we got to look for some clues somehow. Um, if they saw the person on the roof, then. I know that Perrin might find some clues on the roof, but we we should look around and like see if we can have some idea of what this person was doing because maybe the reason they disappeared is because they were investigating something or or uh, maybe, maybe they were looking into something and they were a target or something like that. So I, uh, I want to try to find like, so like it's a tailor, right? So they have some kind of accounting or books or yeah. you know, yeah. something like that. So I want to look for that. Cool. Uh, roll investigation. Are you doing the same? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Okay. Ah, Oh, nat 20. Ooh. Better than me. I got an eight. <laughs> you got an eight? Okay. Uh, nat 20. Awesome. You step out uh, into um, the tailor's office to look for books or um, do an investigation. So, Lise, you're off to the left uh, looking at the thread, looking at uh, the supplies. There are scissors and uh it looks like they were making a dress of some sort at that time uh, when the place was abandoned or not used or whatnot. Shaka, you did great. You, this place is kind of set up uh, like you would set it up, you know? You, nice. you, it's kind of set up like, oh, I know. You know when you go over to your friend's house and you know where the glasses are? Right, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it feels like yeah. for Shaka. Uh, he walks around the counter. Uh, he moves He moves two things to the side. I would put the books right here. He takes out a ledger. Uh, he's like, yes, I got the ledger. He puts it down on the table. Um, the... the um, um, the markings on the inside of it you know, seem like they stopped 10 years ago, uh, mm. at least. So uh, this shop probably hasn't been functioning on the books, at least, uh, for at least 10 years. It, it, meticulous uh, bookkeeping, though. Um, so, Lise, as you're uh, looking at this dress and in doing an investigation on it, um, you you reach over to look at, you know, a different part or something just to finish your investigation. And uh, you, your foot, you don't really feel it, but uh, you hear it. Your, your foot um, has pulled a thread, um, like a trip, like a, 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 like a trip wire almost. Oh, no. um, you could just feel a little tension on it. And when you look down, you see this thread. Um, 
The thread, as you look, um, goes all the way up uh, one of the columns. It goes to the, to the top of the ceiling. And you see it pull a little, um, what are those called? The, the spool. Mm-hmm. And then you see a, a spool start rolling down a rafter. Um, it hits a tiny marble, and that marble goes down the side of a vent. Oh, it's a Rube Goldberg mission. Or a Pee Wee Herman breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, either, either one. Right. I love how you both went there. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Shaka's thinking, oh, cool, breakfast. <laughs> uh, but that's what's happening. This uh, intricate uh, system of like pulleys and dominoes and strings and uh, ball bearings just starts going wild and it starts getting like louder and louder as it going. Like it fall, it falls into like a jar. It spins really fast. It goes straight down. Uh, there's a bucket that pull that, uh, shoots over and water liquid just starts going down a slide. Uh, a volume measurement uh, cup starts being filled with li- liquid and a tiny boat comes out and like starts moving down. <laughs> nice. These are all on the, on the walls starting to be triggered. And this thing is going faster and faster. I want to cut over to Ren. Uh, Ren. <laughs> Ren, uh, what are you doing? You hear that ticking? I mean, uh, I start to like, no, I want to run. <laughs> like I was gonna look for a bar. Like I want to run out of. Well, you there's are, no doors, right? There's no doors, and you can you can try to climb out of the place uh, you came in uh, okay. through the brick. But it's in that weird position where if something's this close and you're coming down, you'll have to like slink down and then or slink up. You know what I mean? Like you have to make an mm-hmm. L shape to like get out of there. It's not impossible. Obviously, you can do yeah. it. You got in. Yeah. You can do it. The ticking is not getting louder. It is um, in the general area where that rat was, though. I feel like if I go after it, I'm in danger. If I leave, I'm in danger. So <laughs> it's like, um, you know, no, I think I'm going to try to get out. Just because, out? I, yeah, I feel like very unsafe just with the ticking and stuff because I don't know what it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you turn around? Yeah. So uh, Ren turns around and then he starts like booking it to the way he came in, which is the wall, right? Right yeah. before you move, oh. you turn around, the ticking stops. Oh. You still, you still book it out of there? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to, yeah, I, I think Ren's going to look to see where the ticking was coming from. Okay. Yeah. Uh, roll so, investigation. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. Investigation. Oh, so 18. Oh, yeah. Nice. The, the ticking is definitely coming from that trunk that that rat was on. Um, it, it's, it's, it was, it was, uh, I mean, the reason it, you even heard it is just because it's so dead silent in there. Um, normally, it, it would, it probably sounds like a watch or something like that. But yeah, it's definitely coming from that trunk. Okay, so Ren walks up uh, since the ticking is stopped, and he walks up to it. Can I? I can open it though. At this point, right? Or is it yeah, it doesn't or? have a lock on okay. it. Okay. I mean, the trunk looks like corroded. If it did have a locking system, it looks like it broke off, or like it, the the trunk also has like holes in it where like maybe rats like chewed through, mm-hmm. or it's well worn. Yeah. Okay. So you open it up. Yeah, I'm gonna open it up. Okay. You open up the trunk. And it makes a squeaking sound uh, as you uh, pull the top off. 
inside, you see what looks like a skeleton. You look closer and you can tell it's not a person, not a living one at least. Um, it's, you flick it, it's made of metal. Ooh. This thing is, it's made of metal. The body is folded up unnaturally in the trunk. The head is cocked to one side. Its knees is near its chin. Uh, its arm is around its head. Uh, its entire body is made of bronze and this intricate etching on its face and arms and chest. Um, it's so peculiar. You can tell it was very beautiful at one point. But you can see pitting and dents in the metal now. And there's something about the head that reminds you of. Ah, it reminds you of. The head turns quickly. <gasps> and nope. looks at you. Nope. And says. Hello, my name is Nim. I am a nimble right. I am not a nimble right. I am Nim. Is the game over? We're going to cut to Shaka and Salise. Now, this machine is going off. It is going like, you know, things are moving like crazy. What do you guys do? Do you guys stay in the room? Do you leave the room? Do you try to stop the machine? What's happening? I'm going to misty step out of there. Okay. I'm staying in. You're staying in? I'm curious. I got to see what's happening. You're going to die. No, if it was, so I'm like yelling at Sleece. I'm like, if it was dangerous, we would have been dead already. Nobody makes an elaborate killing machine. So this is Haven't some- you met dwarves and gnomes? <laughs> She's in the street. Haven't you met dwarves? <laughs> no. So where do so you stand? So I'm going to go back. So, where do you stand? Um, I don't, I'm, I'm in the same place where that Where you I are was. at the- Yes. Awesome. Yes. Can awesome. I redact my now, action? Yeah, you can come back if you, yeah. if you want to run now, back in. Now, do I know- that Celise tripped the thing. Um, because as far as I know, from things, the look on things her are just happening. I think you right? guys had enough time where Celise looked down, looked up, and like looked at you. And, and you're, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're messing up my shop. Okay. Um, no, no, no. My, my thought is that if it was some kind of trap, something would have happened like within two seconds, right? So I'm like, this has to be, this is some kind of front for something. Right. Okay. So I think you found some kind of hidden entrance or something. That's a so. lot to open a door, though. I've come <laughs> back in, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, huh? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, so I'm waiting. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, you're waiting steady. right there at the, yeah. At, okay. Awesome. But I'm watching everything and I'm very impressed. <laughs> you, I'm very impressed. You are very impressed. Yeah. And it's very impressive. You think about it, you're like, not only is this so incredibly intricate, but it, the hours of setup is absolutely insane. You, you almost, you're marveling at it in awe. Uh, Salise is on the other side looking at you who is, you're facing the door, almost like you were, you work there. You're facing the opposite direction as if you, opposite direction as if you were uh, working there. Mm -hmm. So you don't notice uh, 
what Celeste notices and when she missy step out and now she's kind of walking back is that uh, the back of the room has these spikes uh, <laughs> that are slowly oh. moving. Um, but it's something that you would see if you were standing in that doorway that would just terror, like terrify you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're admiring this uh, clockwork moving. Celeste, you're on the, you had missy stepped out and now you're back in, blah, blah, blah. And this all happens in an instant because you had missy step out. Then you'd look back in and all in an instant, the machine stops. The door shuts. So at least you're on the other side because you were watching this all. And abruptly, this chest falls right on the table in front of you. Just a small uh, treasure chest. It's not Ooh. a treasure chest because a treasure chest is huge and people hold Ooh. treasure in it. This is obviously some type of someone made something to look like a treasure chest and made it super tiny. Mm. Uh, and it lands right on the table in front of you. Now you don't notice the spikes in back of you. You don't yeah. notice any of that. Um, but on the treasure chest, it says, um, there's carvings on it. Um, that say, hold on. Oh, that say danger. Do not open. But very, um, what's the word? Not professionally done. Crudely. Yeah, crudely put on. But okay. it's right in front of you and it's facing you. Okay. It's tiny. Uh, is there a Zelda noise? Like when it, when it drops? <laughs> yeah, <you get> like <laughs> the, uh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, there's a Zelda noise. Yes. When it falls down, it goes. Oh, God, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, there's a chest. There's not a lock on it. Okay. Um, and I don't notice the spikes you said, right? No. Okay, so I open it then. You open sure. it. Oh, for yeah. sure. So See, because I don't think it's dangerous. It says do not open, but I'm still thinking, well, you're you're, you're not in the room. Right. The door's closed. I'm assuming I can't hear she did. you. She does, she, does, she does think that there's danger, but this all happens at the same time. We'll say that you're trying you're trying to get into the room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so I still think it's fine then. So yeah, I am opening the chest. Uh, yeah. For sure. Your heart is racing. You're, you're, you're nervous because this thing just like came down right in front of you. Uh, you slowly lift the cover up and you look down. You don't see anything of, there's no jewels of note, anything that you would think would be in like a chest this big. There is a tiny, tiny business card, or at least what looks like a business card mm-hmm. uh, with a drawing on it. Uh, you look at the drawing and it's, you make it out. It looks like, is it, it looks like that stone that Elise had. And you flip it, you flip the card over and there's just in quotes, a quote at the top of it, just in the rest of the spaces, um, like the kerning on it isn't, very good. But uh, the top of it just says in quotes, there is a hell. Believe me, I've seen it. We're going to end the episode right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with, with me unknowingly trapped. Yeah. So yeah, guys, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we hey. got to hit all those things. If, <laughs> if, if I go out, it's fine and treasure. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> good. Right. Um, well, uh, there's not another show after us, right? No. Nope. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's answer some questions. 
In character. In, in character. character. In right. character, chat. Uh, if you have questions that uh, you have for the characters, go ahead and ask them right now. We're going to be answering them. Oh, my God. I bet I know what it is. What? I don't know. We have to. This isn't a Netflix binge. Uh, <laughs> you can't binge in the next yeah. one. You just have to come back next week. Yeah. 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 That was. This that is was, terrifying. That was good. Also, this is terrifying. <laughs> also, this curtain is atrocious. atrocious. <laughs> Please tweet that out and tag us. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't you all want to know? Anything? Yeah, yeah no do you guys questions. want if you want to know anything, uh we'll take a couple questions and um yeah, we're just waiting for you guys to write. Um if not, we can sign off now. That's cool. I have no questions because oh. I just oh. oh. AKA the Bebop. <laughs> well, you know, there's there's a delay. Yeah, oh yeah, there's a 30 yeah. second delay. So yeah. Standards and practices will uh, you know, they'll go through them and make yeah. sure that they're questions. <laughs> Showing up here faster. Missed the beginning. The okay, there, there's a question. Uh, so, <laughs> so, reckless, yes. reckless Fury wrote, "Question: I missed the beginning. Did the Paladin trigger the trap and run? Yes. Yes. Celise Misty stepped out of there because it was like, look down. Well, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Her instincts uh, kicked, kicked in, in, and she's just like, gotta get out of here." Right. Uh, do you mean the characters? Yeah, or these us? are all characters. So yeah. this is character stuff. It, how how do we meet? Oh, Sharafka did not find the Nim, but uh, Rin did. Rin, yeah, Rin found Nim. Yeah, uh, yeah. We ended uh, Rin scene right when uh, that thing turned its head. So we don't actually know <laughs> what uh, Rin had done yet. Uh, I'm very curious. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have a question for Perrin. Oh. Oh, okay. So what did Perrin do? Did you hear all that noise the machine was making? Um, Perrin hears a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) Such a politician. (laughs) Right? Perrin is up very high. So as I am up so high, it is uh, impossible, impossible for me to perceive unknown noises from from whence they came i hear things to the north i hear things to the south the east and the west he's practicing this on the roof (laughs) i hear things all around yeah you're like performing on the (laughs) question no have you question have you practiced that song who you sing earlier so uh perrin and is a performer unrivaled mm. in all of the realm. So the Octobird song, if that is what you're talking about, Octobird is the word. It was created right on the spot for those wonderful little children and my accomplices. Accomplices? My accomplices did exactly what they needed to do because uh, we understand each other so well. <laughs> Question, do Perrin and Ash think Monster Bay songs will be the next big thing or will Octobird oh, be the, oh, be a one-time oh, hit? Mm. Yeah, is uh, is Octobird the uh, Chumbawamba? Is it Ice Ice Baby? Right, right, right. Is it our hot, hot, hot? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I think the future for our uh, group is going to be a lot in um, monsters, monsters and then the people that we meet. We find inspiration in the friends we meet along the way. Perfectly unified. Perfectly Ooh. unified. <laughs> well we are prickly urchins. There's another and question. Chips. And chips. <laughs> That's a funny question. Uh, does Perrin know? <laughs> you know someone asked, does Perrin know what accomplices mean? What does accomplices mean, Perrin? Accomplices. You hear mean, it all the time when they talk about you and your friends. Yes. <laughs> yes. Accomplices are people that aid you <laughs> in crimes. Perhaps <laughs> undeserving. Oh, very good. Uh Endeavors. Yeah, and a lair is where all we all hang out. That is, <laughs> yeah. that is correct. Okay, well, there we go. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go around the table. Thank you for the questions. Uh, for parent accomplices means friends. Yes, exactly. It does. No, there's, there's like a lot of talk of Octobird merch and like, yes. and, 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 and like I keep thinking of like space balls where like, yes. uh, where like yogurt has like, oh, space balls the t shirt, yeah. space balls the flame. <laughs> Yeah, flamethrower. <laughs> um, oh okay, we're gonna go around the table, uh, say what we're gonna be doing, where we're up to, where you can find us. Uh, we're gonna start with Tanya. Hi, my name is Tanya. I play Salisa Astorio. You can find me everywhere online as Cipher of Tear. That's C Y P H E R O F T Y R. Um, I will actually be in San Francisco next week for Streamlabs conference, and then I will be doing a keynote at Different Games conference in. Worcester, Worcester, Massachusetts. Worcester. <laughs> Worcester. Worcester right. sauce. Worcester. Worcester. Yeah, it is Worcester. Um, I'll be doing that uh, October 12th. So Celise will still be here. And then actually today I'm I'm going to start jamming my first show uh, for uh, Star Trek. And uh, Sharif will be joining me. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm Brandon Stennis. I play uh, Ren Lidon. Uh You can find me at I Am Brandon TV or I Am Brandon on Twitch. Uh, I will be at TwitchCon. So that's all I got right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, my name is Cicero Holmes. I play Perrin Underbow. Um, after this, uh, I will be outside of the building selling Octobird shirts. Um, wow. Uh, one for 10, two for 20. Two for 20. <laughs> two for 20. Lucy's, Lucy's. Right, right. Yeah, I got you. Oh I got my you. God. Um, you can find me. You can find me online uh, on Twitter at Stubby Stan. And thanks everyone uh, who last week helped us out uh, with our spawn for good yes. uh, from the Spawn Army podcast. Uh, we were able to raise over seven thousand yes. dollars wow. to help uh, help people understand voting rights. And uh, uh, thank you everyone who contributed. So thank you very much. Um, my name is Serena Marie. I play Ashbourne. You can find me on Twitter at Serena Marie or on the show The Dungeon Rats, where I play Bugfly. Yep. And I'm Sharif Jackson. I play Shaka. You can find me at SharifJackson.com or Sharif Jackson on all social networks. That's S-H-A-R-E-E-F Jackson. Um, next thing I have is I'll be on a uh, STEM panel um, in Milwaukee uh, called Changing the Culture of STEM. Uh, where I'll be like representing uh, myself and my business and all the right triangles in the world. So. <laughs> <laughs>
check me out. <laughs> and I told myself to be prepared about triangle questions when I like wrote this, but I, I forgot to look it up. Uh, <laughs> I was so easy on you. <laughs> <laughs> I was so easy. A squared plus B, B squared, squared equals made up answer. <laughs> uh, my name is Carlos Luna. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram under Carlos Critz or check out my show, uh, The Dungeon Rats. It's a podcast. We also stream sometimes. Other than that, um, great show, guys. I'll yeah. see you guys next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.